Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode one of Movie Talk with Tommy. I'm your host, Tommy Marin, and today we are talking about the recent Best Picture winner at the Academy Awards, the 2019 South Korean film Parasite, uh, directed by Bong Joon-ho. Now, I have only seen one other film directed by Bong Joon-ho, which is Snowpiercer. I've seen it multiple times. I saw it even a few times before I saw Parasite, um, but it definitely is interesting to kind of compare uh, the two movies before we kind of dive deeper into the themes of Parasite specifically, because they're such vastly different movies. Snowpiercer is this big, grand uh, science fiction fantasy uh, film. The, the, the scope of it feels very large, whereas Parasite is a much more condensed story. Uh, that kind of takes place, you know, just largely within uh, the Park family house. Um, so it's, they're, they're very different, but at the same time, they share a lot of the same themes. I think that Bong Joon-ho is kind of trying to deliver the, you know, a, a similar message within both. And that is uh, kind of just a critique of capitalism itself. So as we kind of move into that, kind of just the, this overarching theme of class. It's kind of a critique of the class structure and class conflicts, uh, social inequality, um, wealth disparity, and again, just kind of this overall critique um, of how the capitalistic structure um, forces people to act. Um, We see throughout the movie that uh, the Kim family, so the the Kim family is the main family that, um, you know, ends up working for the Park family, which is the wealthy family. And the Kim family, they take all these shortcuts. Uh, they cheat their way into the jobs that they get. And they're quite nasty. In fact, they, you know, they, they get the original housekeeper fired. Um, and they're just, they're just quite nasty in the way that they do things, kind of only looking out for themselves and their own family. And I think that uh, that's just one of the big, one of the big things that it, it has to say about people that live in capitalist societies. Um, I was talking to my uncle who had recently uh, watched the movie and we had, you know, a little bit um, of a lengthy conversation about it. And one of my big takeaways from it, and I'm just going to start off by saying that I do like Snowpiercer much better than I do like Parasite. And I find that because, one, because Snowpiercer ends on a much more hopeful note um, than Parasite does. But two, because Snowpiercer had the the characters in Snowpiercer are characters that are much more likable, in my opinion. And I really didn't find a character in this movie that I liked. I found every single character to have flaws, every single one of them, which, you know, you want characters that are flawed, you want characters that are complex, but me as someone who wants to relate to the characters, I want to find characters that I can actually like. And I found all of these characters to kind of be nasty individuals, Um, especially, you know, the Park family, uh, the wealthy family, they constantly were just kind of degrading um, and just just very ignorant towards, um, towards the Kim family and towards just kind of people that were lesser than them in general. They kind of kept bringing up the theme of kind of the smell of um, of the Kim family. Uh, and 
and stuff like that, it was just kind of a, uh, you know, just a very like ignorant and degrading type thing. They weren't necessarily bad people, but there's definitely just a societal disconnect between them and people that aren't like them, uh, which I think is, again, one of those overarching themes in the movie about capitalism itself is how it how it creates these this, this these massive divides in, in, in between the people. But at the same time, the Kim family, I mean, they cheated their way into the jobs, which I would argue and I will argue by the end of this that they had no other choice. But they still, when they were faced, when the in the scene where they have to go into uh, where the old housekeeper comes back when they're all in the house, the entire Kim family is in the house when the Park family is gone. Uh, the old housekeeper comes back. She goes down to the basement, and we discover that she had been keeping her husband down uh, in the basement. Uh, and the thing that struck me about that scene is how quick, once kind of both uh, both of the families discovered um, that they kind of weren't supposed to be there, that the Kim family, you know, the old housekeeper discovered that the Kim family, they were all related and they weren't supposed to be related. But then the Kim family discovered that the old housekeeper had been keeping her husband in the basement. It was kind of, they were so, these two families that are both kind of struggling with the same things, that are both struggling to get, to make ends meet, they were both so quick to turn on each other. There was that scene where they're both in that basement and they're both trying to kind of take a picture of each other and send it to the Park family. And they were just so quick to turn each other in when both of them were struggling with the same things. And I think that that's kind of one of the, one of the points of this movie. Like I said, it's the scene that kind of struck out to me the most because you really see just how capitalism um, just creates just this kind of nastiness, even for people that are struggling with kind of the same things. It's kind of just, you just look out for yourself in your own family instead of looking out for others who are struggling with the same things that you are. So it really kind of just created this nastiness. And and like I said, um, in my conversation with my uncle, uh, when, so the, uh, the main, uh, the main child of the, of, of the Kim family, the, the, uh, teenage son, uh, Kevin is what he goes by. Um, is the kind of tutor name that he goes by. Uh, but he kind of goes back uh, he goes back to the house when the housekeeper and the housekeeper's husband are still down there. He goes back with the rock. And so he's going back. He's going to go back downstairs. The way I saw it was that I was, is that he was going back there to kill them with the rock. However, my uncle saw this differently. Uh, he thought that he was going to kind of go back, um, and actually save them and, you know, kind of, um, change that narrative a little bit but I saw it as as he was just going to go back and kill them because the conversation that Kevin had with his father before um, was kind of about you know not having a plan and everything so I thought that Kevin was just I thought his plan right there was to go in um, and kill uh, the, the you know the, the husband and wife that were living down there uh, but again my uncle thought differently he thought they were going to that he was going to come back and, and free them. But, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously up to interpretation. Uh, however, I would kind of argue that the, you know, almost just negative tone of the whole movie would imply that uh, it, it was ultimately his, what he was going to do is he was going to, was he, he was going to kill them so that his family um, could, you know, continue living in the house and continue 
uh, moving forward without kind of having, uh, you know, all of the old housekeeper and her wife um, to worry about. Now, there's one other big thing that I... Uh, that, that, that stuck out to me, and that was the, the the younger son, the little boy of the Park family, his obsession with Indians. Um, and there's actually an interview uh, that Bong Joon-ho gave with Vulture kind of about, um, about this obsession, and it has a lot of themes with colonialism and imperialism. And basically, it's just that this son has kind of just negated the entire culture of Native Americans just to being like a surface level thing. Um, he says, he, he notes that the Native Americans have a very complicated and long, deep history. But in this family, that story is reduced to a young boy's hobby and decoration. That's what happens in our current time. The context and meaning behind these actual things only exist as a surface level thing. So I think that's kind of, again, more of this social commentary on what our kind of capitalist structure really values. I mean, he was valuing his little bow and arrow and shooting the little bow and arrow around, when in reality, that was a culture that, you know, that made, that, that, that a group of people actually has. But instead, it's being, it's being monetized, it's being, uh, it, it's being used as a surface level um as a surface level thing in this movie and we see that uh kind of happen within the wealthy family which i think is even further showing that the wealthy family is so out of touch uh kind of with others that aren't in the same situation that they are in the same kind of um blessed situation that they are as wealthy people um so that was one thing that uh that i found to be quite interesting now, uh, finally, I wanted to kind of talk about the uh, the ending a little bit. Uh, now, this is something that my my dad recently watched the movie as well, so I've had a lot of conversations about him with this, uh, and he kind of uh, you know he kind of saw the movie as being kind of a critique against people that try to cheat and kind of uh, you know get a leg up that way and kind of do things uh, the wrong way and how all of that kind of ends up, uh, you know, coming to get you at the end. It, 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 it doesn't help out anything at the end. It comes back to bite you. Uh, in the end, it's trying to, trying to take those shortcuts. Um, however, I saw the movie as they kind of had to do those shortcuts because, you know, that's, that's how capitalist society, they constantly are, that's how they treat, that, that's how it innately treats uh, poor people. Um, you know, poor people don't have the connections that the wealthy people do. Uh, that's why they had to lie and they had to make up their own connections because, you know, the wealthy people could just pull connections, uh, you know, from anywhere. And we saw the Park family do that, uh, you know, multiple times. Uh, but again, it was kind of their own ignorance with that that led to, um, that led to their downfall. But besides the point is that, um, I saw that the ending of the movie uh, when the father of the Kim family is in the basement and Kevin writes is attempting to write him a letter saying that he's going to work fair, he's going to work hard, and he's going to earn back that money. I interpreted that as if, you know, that's not going to happen, that he's not going to be able to make that money back. He's not going to be able to, 
eventually afford to purchase the house that his dad uh, is stuck living in. Uh, however, my dad, you know, interpreted it the other way. He thought that he had a mo- he thought that the movie ended on a more hopeful note, and that he would eventually be able to do that if he worked hard and fair. Um, however, again, this is something that has been touched on uh, by Bong Joon Ho, um, who has uh, you know stated that the ending song, which is titled "546 Years," uh, refers to how long it would take Kevin working to make up that money. It would make him 546 years of working hard and fair in order to uh, in order to make up enough money um, to purchase that house. Again, that was in the same uh, article as uh, as that was in the same vulture article. Um, in fact, my apologies, the first article, was an Entertainment Weekly interview that Bong Joon that Bong Joon Ho gave, and the second one is the Vulture interview um, about how long it would take Kevin to make up this money uh, in order to purchase the house. So to me, again, that just ends on um, a negative note. But I think that it definitely kind of hits home the fact that uh, you know that's what capitalist does. It's so unfair for the people at the bottom and the wealth gap is so large from the people at the top that it just creates, you know, they almost, they just can't even relate to each other. It's almost like they're not even within the same realm of society, the people at the top, uh, like the Park family and the wealthy and the people at the bottom, like the Kim family um, and the poor. So again, I I understand that why it had to have this negative message. I actually wish that they had kind of hit that home a little bit harder at the end and made it less up to interpretation. Um, but again, it's just it's just this kind of this message that you know there is a lot wrong with capitalism um, in a society. And again, a lot of that a lot of that relates to the themes of of. Uh, Snowpiercer as well, with Snowpiercer uh, kind of touching on the same kind of uh, social class issues and the the differences between the wealthy and the poor. Uh, so again, I think that these are very important messages that Bong Joon Ho is getting across. Uh, as someone who just likes to be a little bit more hopeful, I preferred the ending of Snowpiercer where they kind of they get outside the train and they can see that life can can move on outside of this just capitalist train that's moving. There's a life outside of that. I liked that message, whereas this message kind of ended on the darker note of even if Kevin worked as hard as he could and as fair as he could, he still it, it's still just a dream. Purchasing that house and you know to free his father is still just a dream. And for a lot of people who live at the bottom of society and who aren't as fortunate, um, as some of us are, you know, the sad thing is, is that is just a dream is, you know, earning wealth uh, is just a fantasy for a lot of people. Um, so those are kind of my overarching thoughts about Bong Joon-ho's Parasite. Uh, it was a fantastic movie. I do uh, recommend it besides the fact that it does kind of have those negative undertones, but I do think that those negative undertones are important. It's important that people um, are able to see kind of just these massive this 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 massive gap in between the poor and the wealthy especially if you're in kind of the middle to upper class and you might not be as aware um of those of you know of those kind of things 
Uh, so I hope you enjoyed uh, today's episode, uh, and I hope to uh, see you again sometime soon. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.